Why are you doing it weird today? Because <laughs> I'm in the mood, dude. Okay. It's great. All right. Yay. Oh, how are you doing, Kelly? Oh, we're doing great, obviously. Yeah. I think so. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking. I'm sort of confused about this. I don't know where it's from exactly. Okay. This is it's pretty good. Um, It says NDP, which I have figured out. That sounds like no double penetration. NDP. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is perfect for this podcast. But... Upon further inspection, <laughs> Notre Dame de Paris. That's that's much more classy. Oh, um, this is the stained glass um, window at the front of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. And this says red blend since 1163. Fraudue de France. You and your French. So, good. Um, so uh, I highly doubt that this wine is from 1163. We can pretend. <laughs> we got this. But this is, um, apparently, this red blend offers an intense fruit and lots of smoothness and richness to the palate, just as Notre Dame de Paris, Paris. Paris. This cuvee is a blend of traditional style and typical character. So um, this is a tribute to the exceptional monument of the cathedral and its history. So it is imported from France, but it's imported by Latitude Wines in California. Oh. And it is delightful. That is a, a very fancy. That is fancy. <laughs> well, mine is from Target. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Target. It's called Open Skies. It's a white wine. <laughs> it's a white wine. What, what kind of white? I'm going to try so Oh, say it. Try it again. Try it again. Sauvignon. <laughs> Sauvignon. Sauvignon. I'm going to get it right one of these days. Sauvignon Blanc. There you go. Well, I mean, mine is good. I mean, it's a Target brand, like Target wine. It's mm-hmm. great. It's not yeah. good as like the local wineries. Yeah. We need some more local wineries. Yes. If you're from a winery or know of a winery and want to suggest or... um. Uh, send us some wine. <laughs> yes, please send us wine. We'd be so yes. happy. Find us on our link tree and get in touch with us. It would be amazing. It is linktr.ee forward slash blush underscore podcast. And you can find all of our information there to get in touch with us and um, all of our socials and everything else. Yeah, please send us your favorite white and red wine. I would mm-hmm. love to try it. Send us wine, please. Mm-hmm. Or suggest wines. There's a link up at the very top of our link tree to suggest specific wines and books for us. Yes. Kelly loves the reds. I love the whites. Mm-hmm. A little bit for everyone. I bet we could kind of compromise on a rosé. Yeah, I do enjoy a rosé. Me too. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could both try a bottle of rosé sometime. Rosé all day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. I know. Please send us winery info. We love it. That's yeah. We're obviously there's um, no shortage of books to read. Yes. Um, But we do prefer actual wineries instead of like wines we can find just you know, anywhere on the shelves. Mm -hmm. So information on that would be much uh, appreciated. I love it. Let's talk about a book. Okay. 
I... Let's do it. Wait, we are talking about Birthday Girl. Yes, by Penelope Douglas. Yes, correct. I love her. I love I her. Do. You know what? She is a really good writer. She I is. I really liked her writing style. Yes. And it was it was good. And we talked about this a little bit beforehand and we're like, we have half of our podcast done <laughs> without recording. <laughs> um and I told Penny that I feel like this is a flip from last week. Yes. Like I was like, I love Amelia Hutchins. I love this book. It wasn't my favorite Amelia Hutchins book, but and Penny said it was okay. And now this week <laughs> Penny was like, I love this book. And I was like, it was okay. <laughs> I, I knew that you were going to like this book because there isn't a lot of plot to it. There's right. not a ton of plot, but there are amazing characters in it. And I love the yes. characters. The characterization was characterization <laughs> was good. But I also, like I was telling my husband last night, I was like, it was boring. Like there I was, was like, yeah. but I loved it because of the characters, like the characters yeah. made the book. And, and that's a lot of plot. Penelope Douglas's book. Yes. The characters make the book. Yeah. And I mean, when she finally got to the sexy times, oh. it was well over half of the book. And like, I know, but when you got there, you're like, yeah. I mean, yes, God. it's a slow burn, but even like, like Blood and Ash, we talked about the first week, that was a slow burn, but there was stuff happening to lead up to it throughout yeah. the whole book. This one, I was like, uh, we just have two masturbation scenes that are both in the shower. <laughs> and I was like, Seriously, you can't get a little bit more creative here, you know? There wasn't a top plot, but I love the characters. And I don't know. I was just like, I do. It, it was, especially if this is like your jam, like the kind of book that you like, you would really like this book. Mm -hmm. It's just not my style. Like I also said last night to my husband and to Penny this morning, like when people say they like dark romances, I feel like a lot of them are like, I like people with troubled pasts or like past trauma or um maybe the people who are like i'll you know you look at her wrong and i'll murder you or whatever i like the stuff like we talked about last week where it's like or even jen armatrell i love her like super bloody or like i mean we don't need to have decapitated arm fingering but like i'll rip off your jar your jar your jaw and shove it down your throat or like just like multiple decapitations and you know like i like the horror aspect this this was a feel good one like yes. you felt good after but reading it just it. like the there was no plot but you felt it was like no a, oh. but it was like we'll get together and then we'll be apart and we'll feel guilty about it and then we'll get together and then we'll feel guilty about it and then we'll get together and then we'll feel guilty about it and then we'll get together and then we'll feel guilty about it and i was like come the fuck <laughs> on like it could have ended so many times. It was dragged out. It was at the end. You were like, okay, yay. But I also sometimes am like, for real, like I want something a little bit more intense and crazy. Yeah. I mean, this and, is, yeah, maybe it was my time of the month, but yeah. I loved that it was just like a happy, like, yeah. Oh, and also ended like, well. yeah. And you know, I know that Penelope Douglas also, um, she likes to do like taboo subjects, right? Yes. And I wanted a little bit more of a taboo craziness from this too, because it's an age gap. And I was like, okay, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Like there people that love the age gaps would probably like this. <laughs> I might as well get on my little like feminist like soapbox because I've yeah. been waiting for this too. I was like, I have things to say. Good. I hope you do. I really do. I do. Bring it all because out. Because we started to talk about this a little bit earlier too. I do like Pike. 
overall. But the way that she was like, okay, she's had terrible relationships with dudes and she's had a terrible like expectation for relationships and like people have like ignored her basically her whole life. But the way she basically just like creamed her panties about the fact that he <laughs> was like <laughs> About Quote for a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Let's God, pause that. for a wine drink. About the fact that he was like, she's like, oh, it's so nice to not have to clean up when I come home. And he did the dishes without me asking. And he makes his bed. Okay. He's a fucking grown ass adult. He's lived on his own. Yeah. Like, do better, society. <laughs> Expect more from men. Hell yeah. You know? This is my like expect more from men. Men do better. Yes, be people. Fucking lutely. Be functioning adults. Make your own fucking bed. Make your own bed and do the dishes. Yes, and society as a whole needs to stop praising men when they can do that. Yeah, you should absolutely. just accept it as like this is a thing that needs to happen because everybody accepts it or expects it of women. Yep. <sighs> Whoa. Whoa. I like that talk. Go girls. <gasps> Yay. Anyways, going to the outline of the book. <laughs> Jordan is a very mature, I would say 19 year old. For the most part, she's trying to survive on her own. She's, she's trying to make Yeah, money. she's had to deal with a lot in her life and she's basically all on her own at yeah. 19. Yeah. She just, she wants to support herself. She doesn't want to rely on other people. Yeah. She has a, like her parents, well, her mom is out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Her dad and her stepmom basically ignore her. Yep. And she has a sister, but her sister is also a single mom. So she doesn't really have like any capacity to help support Jordan. And Jordan also doesn't want to have to depend on her. Right. Yeah. And I think every 19 year old for that part wants to be independent. I remember yeah. when I was 19, I want to do it myself too. Yeah. Um, but she, she very much is like, I'm going to do this myself, but she's in a relationship with this boy that is just a loser. Oh, he sucks. He's a partier. He goes to jail. He just takes all her money. Like he calls off of work. He is not mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. He's no is. maturity. And they kind of explore that more, but they tell He's you from the bond. beginning, like they've, yeah, like they, um, They've been best friends for forever, and it kind of led into a relationship. And Mm -hmm. so she sort of has a hard time. She realizes he's dragging her down, but she has a hard time letting him go because it was more of like a friendship thing. And like, if if we break up, do I lose my best friend? Type of deal. Yeah, she talks about him more of as a best friend Mm -hmm. than a boyfriend. Yeah, there's nothing I. Throughout the whole book, there's really nothing sexual between them. It's more of the connection, comfort, and like a comfort thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, anyways, he he takes all of her money. And she works at a bar and she's getting off of work later and he's supposed to pick her up. He's not there per usual. And so she goes and sees this movie. She spills her wine all over the place because it's her birthday and her boyfriend is not there to pick her up. Mm -hmm. Um, And she meets this guy. He's older. Um, They sit together and watch the movie and joke around the whole time. Yeah, so there's like a connection with this dude. And she's like, he's a little bit older, but whatever. We have a connection. It's cool. We enjoy talking. Yeah. We enjoy the movie. And then through circumstances... Um, she gets a phone call because her boyfriend's in jail. Yep. And uh, the guy hears her talking and then he realizes... That they actually do have a connection. That they do have a connection <laughs> because um, she's talking to her boyfriend and he says, that's my son. Yep. So then, because her her boyfriend, his son, is such a loser, um, they get evicted from their apartment. So they end up moving in with mm-hmm. his dad. Who is so 
o'clock. Yeah, he's a construction worker. He's got the tattoos, like all the like things. You know, he's super fit. Obviously, he's a construction worker. Oh my gosh, he kind of reminds me of that guy off of um, Sons of Anarchy, Charlie. What's oh his name? yeah, um, Charlie Hunnam. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, and oh he my gosh, like he's so fucking sexy. Mm-hmm. And so like he's got all the tattoos all over his chest and like one sleeve. I think it's like one sleeve of tattoos. And, you know, he's all sweaty all the time because he's working and he's all greasy and dirty and like, which I like that. I like that. I was like a dirty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like labor. Yeah. And he's always working on the house and stuff. And he built his own house, you know, fixes everything. Yeah. And he's walking around (laughs) in his jeans and no shirt and sweaty and dirty and grimy, which is always hot. You know? Yeah. We like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so he's rough around the edges. Like he's not like elegant by any means. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) So he's amazing. Yeah. So we like this guy. And so obviously she's like, shit, like there is a connection there. And then we get a couple of his point of view, um, which also he's like, shit. Like first he didn't realize she was so young. And then he's like, what do I do? I was like attracted to her. And then double shit. Like it's. That was my son's girlfriend. My son's girlfriend. And then also I didn't realize my son was such a douchebag. And like, why is he treating her so shitty? And then we also find out like his, they were not, he was never married to um, his son's mother Mm -hmm. and she's spent like cole is the son his whole life feeding him lies about pike the dad and making cole turn against him or whatever like just like thinking he's like a big asshole and he's definitely not he's like the nicest guy yeah he really is he's really compassionate and stuff and yeah when they get evicted from their apartment too he invites them to come live with him Mm -hmm. even though yeah and he basically is just like just like cook meals like three times a week Clean up after yourself. Clean up after yourselves. And Cole's job is the yard work. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, pretty sweet deal, you know. And Jordan doesn't have a functioning car, so, like, Cole's supposed to work on the car. Which he doesn't, and Pike takes over working on it. she spent her student loan money on fixing his car. Yes. So he could come pick her up, and he never does. Because he's an ass bag. (sighs) But getting back to the book. Anyway. So Jordan's really into the 80s, guys. Yes. She loves everything 80s, cassette tapes, music, films, anything 80s. She's yes, it. and there's an awkward part where she's, like, dancing around the kitchen cooking dinner, and Pike pulls out her headphones, and he can hear that she's listening to Father Figure, which is hilarious, because <laughs> it's just, like, on shuffle or something, and yeah. that just happens to, like, be the song, which I did giggle at that. I thought that was really funny. It was really funny. So yeah. Jordan, we kind of already know about... Um, Cole, we kind of know as an asshole. Pike, we know is like a hottie of a hottie of a whoo. He's and great. And then her sister, Cam, I love her. She's great. She was my favorite, I yeah. think. So Cam is, um, she moved out of her dad's trailer when she was 16 to support her son. And she's a stripper. But she is so funny. I love she's her. Hilarious. She's hilarious. she super loves fun. her sister. And I love, too. This was like, I did feel, like I said earlier, like, I felt like parts of this book kind of talked down about sex workers and then they felt like they needed to like come back and be like but not that like there's anything wrong with that but i love that cam at least totally owned it and she's like there's nothing wrong with what i do this is what i choose to do like fuck all y'all and she supports her family and she does a great job supports her family and she does awesome with it and she doesn't feel bad about it she's not like embarrassed about this is what she does to support her family she's like this is fucking great money 
I this is what I'm doing. Like, between Cam and Jordan, it gives a good perspective. Like, yeah. Some people can do that and they love it. And then some people still think the other person is great, but couldn't do that. Right. And that's true. Like, it's not for everyone, right. obviously. I do. Yeah. I mean, she's just, she's awesome. I love her. She's I love my how favorite. she chooses her sister. It's a lot of sister. She's re- it is. It is a really good interaction between like older and younger sisters. Yes. For sure. I love it so much. And then we meet Jay. Kind of, they talk about Jay a little bit. Her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Who is very abusive. Physically it's, abusive. Yeah, yeah. Stuff happened there that she's very traumatized by mm-hmm. and that she doesn't want to repeat. She's, yeah. And she doesn't want to be alone with him ever, which is understandable. Yeah. 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 And then we kind meet shell her her work boss. partner yeah her boss she's amazing she's like a mother figure to her yeah. um and she says that she wants to be like lil the owner in coyote ugly which yes! totally makes sense and that's kind of like how i imagined her yep which is fun and it is kind of a coyote ugly mm-hmm. bar kind of yeah. going on there but then they talk a little bit about their dad who's named chip hadley and he's kind of the rough and tumble like kind of the deadbeat of the town yeah. like he's not abusive um no, but he's, he's just, just like a drunk and he just doesn't do anything just hangs out and he mm-hmm. just is neglectful he's the opposite of pike like pike yeah. is very like i'm gonna get this done and her dad is like i'm not gonna get anything done has a good job mm-hmm. doesn't have a good job kind of back and forth right. like it's just the opposite of what her dad yeah. is and yeah just like again didn't do anything specifically abusive with jordan just kind of like forgot she was around right living his own life Mm -hmm. doing whatever but pike is all about his kids and Mm -hmm. providing and yeah having a safe they're just very opposite um but that was i feel like that was a couple good chapters of the character building stuff on there so moving on moving on after (laughs) 700 tangents um chapter seven and eight kind of gives the i called it the pool table and apologies Mm -hmm. um so after a big fight that cole and jordan get into about cole not pulling his weight he wants to make it up to her and he's supposed to pick her up at 2 a.m from work because she's supposed to lock up and everything from the bar but instead her abusive ex comes instead because cole is passed out drunk at the party yes like usual and it's still not clear if he's aware that the ex is the one who shows up yeah who knows who knows cole is so dumb yeah um but being a smart girl she doesn't go with him Mm -hmm. and yes good for her yeah she goes back into the bar she locks everything up makes sure the doors and everything are locked um and she decides that she's not going to call anyone because she hates being a burden that's Mm -hmm. her big thing throughout the book she doesn't like to be a burden to people Mm mm-hmm um, and so she doesn't call anyone. She talks to Cole for a little bit, tells him that she's with Cole, blah, 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 blah. She blah. talks to Pike. Pike. I'm and sorry. Yeah. yeah. So she ends up falling asleep on the pool table because she doesn't want to ask for help. And um, the next day, Cole comes home and then Pike realizes that she's not home. And so he goes to the bar and realizes... Oh, and Cole comes home without her. And he's like, no, I passed out. She was supposed to get a ride home from somebody else. Yeah, so Pike automatically thinks that she's cheating on Cole and goes crazy and goes to the bar and starts... Because his his ex, um, Cole's mother, did the same thing to him when they were 19. So he doesn't want history repeating. So he goes to the bar and starts like, you're cheating on him. You get out of my house. Being this stupid, idiotic He just jumps to conclusions and, yeah, like, yeah. berates her, basically. 
tells her to get out. And then on his way out, the owner stops and be like, listen, that is not what happened. <laughs> Shell, um, the owner, tells him exactly what happened. And so he feels like shit. And he does the best apology. I love it so much. So she's going to school to be a landscaper. That's her thing. And she loves the 80s. So his apology is to build her a garden in his yard yeah because she says she's gonna move out yeah and then, he like built her garden yes. I'm like she doesn't have to move out all she had to say was i just felt bad asking you for a ride and i didn't have one she says nothing she Please lets him try to way. she lets him try to kick her out and she's like fine i'll just go ahead and go Go ahead and go. Like, all dramatic and like, <laughs> I'll go ahead and go. This is, I was obviously eye rolling. I know. Here. I was like, oh, she's not. Anyways, so he builds her a garden. He buys her a cake, a pink cake. because That was really cute. Favorite color. And, and his and, inner monologue was so cute. Oh He's like, gosh. I'm so fucking stupid. Like, oh, why did I think this was a, a good macho, idea? macho man. Yeah. He buys her a pink cake. He's such a gruff, like, dirty man. Yes. And like, that sounds bad. But like, like. Always he is a dirty man. Like covered with dirt and oh all stuff. Like, yeah, like a man's man. Yes, and then yeah. he buys her a pink cake. He bought her this frothy pink birthday cake. Who she doesn't never... like cake? Yeah, I mean, I like the cake. I don't, I, I would choose a different color. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's he, what she likes, yes, Kelly. He remembers that she likes pink. And then he gets And then her... he feels all like self-conscious because she never had a birthday cake. Yes. And he feels all self-conscious because <sighs> like when he saw it, he thought it was cute. And then like when she notices it, then he's like, I'm a huge dumbass. Like, he's just so thoughtful. Why would anybody like this? And this is why I bought this. And like, oh, yeah, it's flavored with champagne. Like it's like it was super thoughtful. <sighs> and then he feels like all like. But then he gives her the cassette tapes, too. So he has yes. an older truck that has cassette tapes that go into it from the 80s from the 80s she was freaking out about and he gives them to her as a gift and she it's yeah so sweet. it's really cute he was so self-conscious about it and then she was so excited oh my gosh and then the stare contest and it was really cute yeah Just, oh, there's so much mm-hmm. like sexual tension building and building and, building and still and building. nothing happens <laughs> but there's so much sexual tension it's good. I like it. Kelly didn't. But there's not even any like finger brushing or anything. No, like no it's touching. Just the tension. It built. It's it's good. It, the tension was good. But also, could it have just not have been as drawn out? <laughs> Kelly's like, get me to the sex. I like now. the books where it's like 15 pages in and we've got a sexy oh, I love scene. I the build up. The you know? build up is so I great. mean, the build up's good where you where it's believable, but it doesn't have to be 200 pages. <laughs> but anyways, 13. I labeled it Cheater Cheater Pumpkin Eater. Chapter 13. I did like this uh, Penny's, <laughs> Penny's title for this. So obviously we know Cole's a dick. Yep, he's a big... Oh, he's so immature and so stupid. Yes, and he's obviously not good for her. Yep. And, oh, shocker, she notices him fucking somebody else. Well, she comes home work from Earth. Comes home from work early. <laughs> <laughs> she comes home from work early and she looks outside and Cole is with another girl doing it in the pool. Mm-hmm. And then Pike comes down and is like, what? Are you okay? What's going on? And looks out and sees what's going on. And then he runs out and he stops. loses his shit. Yeah. He knows that she's hurting. So he runs out and stops it. 
Yeah, and he's more like not pissed that his kid is banging somebody in his own pool at his house, but that he's hurting his girl. You yeah, know? he's hurting her. Mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, no, he should be more angry. I would loved it. I loved it. He was so like, mm-hmm. but it's also her. like super weird because it's. I mean, and this is cool too. Like, it's a weird dichotomy because yeah. he's like upset for two weird things like he's like you are hurting your girlfriend but also you're hurting my girl yeah like you know it's weird it's cool that's cool i loved it um so anyway so cole decides to move in with his now new girlfriend that that he Mm -hmm. says that he's been cheating on since before the book started um, they've been together. So she's Since just... her birthday. Yeah. Which when it all... This whole book yeah, started. Because supposedly he had a birthday party um, like set up for her, but everyone got... Was too wasted by the time she got out of work. Such a douchebag. Yeah, he is. I mean, yes. He kind of reminds uh, me of a Justin Bieber. I kept imagining Pete once. Really? Because I kept blonde. Imagining... He kept... They kept saying he was blonde, but I think he has dark hair, doesn't he? I don't know. He kind of... He reminded me of Justin Bieber. Oh, I'm imagining this just to be. And so, <laughs> yeah, she, um, he moves out to go with his girlfriend. She decides it's probably good if she moves out. So, she, um, Cole decides, not, I'm sorry, Pike decides he's going to help her move back into her parents' house, which he goes. It's a mess. Well, he wants her to stay. Yeah. She decides she's going to her parents'. Yeah. So, he goes, when he gets there, there's lots of reasons why she should not stay there. It's not... He's, like, the whole time... She's determined, because she's, like, she wants to be on her own, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's all super protective mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. And he's just, like, fuck this noise. He's so fucking Well, hot. like, because apparently she has a stepbrother that's not been mentioned until now. Yes. And he's, like, some other, he's like, like creepy, dickbag, creepy, gross yeah. dude. And he's, like, but makes I, it seem like he tries to, like, pimp out Cam, her sister, and her, like, to his friends. The one thing I love about this book is it does give the kind of the two sides of the female-male mm-hmm. projection. Like, she's, like, don't worry. Like, guys hit on me all the time, and they do say stupid, dumb shit. But I can handle it. And then guys yeah. like, how dare they say that stuff yeah. about you? But girls can handle it. We right. got this. We I can do tell like them that. I do up. like that he gets like super protective. Like she had like a night at the bar where it was like lingerie night or something. Yeah. And so she was wearing a corset because she's a server at the bar. And like everybody there was wearing like lingerie. And he was so pissed about it. And he was getting all macho and like nobody should look at that but me because it's mine. And like we do when we're reading these books, we love the like possessive yeah. stuff. Yeah. But then she's like, I but got it also this. like she Back calls up. it out. Like she's like she does have some really good lines where she's like, you know, some man's stupid actions or thoughts or desires are not my fault. Yeah, they're not my problem. And that's one hundred percent correct. I know. I love that about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could use it all the time. Like, she can wear whatever the hell she wants. She can do whatever the hell she wants. And somebody else's... (laughs) Somebody else's actions or desires or thoughts are not her problem. Yes! I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. I love it. I love it. So then he ends up... She ends up coming back to his house and she's got to live there. They come up with new terms. Yeah, because her living conditions are terrible. Like, they... They have again, a bed for her. They've forgotten that she exists, basically. As yep. soon as she moved out, they're just like, oh, she's gone. So, like, her bed's gone. 
there's like their her like heater space is like just an empty like where the heat vent used to be is just like an open gap there's like piles of moldy laundry in there like it's just terrible yeah so he's like forget this you're coming with me yeah so she ends up agreeing with him goes back to his house they come up with a new agreement and then I'm going to just and jump to chapter 15, yeah. which kind of goes to Because, them. again, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot there's of stuff. There's actual sexual tension building, Kelly. Nothing is happening. <laughs> sexual tension. And so they end up going mudding in his truck, which he's talked about a yes. handful of times. And it sounds like they have a great Yes, like time. they have a blast. Their windows are down. They're getting drenched in mud. They're having so much fun together. Mm-hmm. And then they end up going back to their house, and before they go into the house, they decide to hose each other off, freezing cold blood. But anyways, this scene was really good. It was so See, sexy. This sexual tension, I really liked. <laughs> this kind of sensual sexual tension. <laughs> this scene, this kind of sexual tension, Ooh, it was I liked. Hot and heavy. Yes. Whew. This, this, this scene was so good, oh, though. Oh, it was so hot and heavy. So they are hosing each other down, and it's like she he takes off his shirt, and she's helping him get all the dirt off, and then he turns around and tries to help her, and she takes her shirt off. And they're obviously, like, making excuses to touch each other. Oh, and, it's yeah. like building, building, building. And then uh, I think she even just, like, pushes him a little too far. Like, she asks about his tattoos and, like, touches them as she's asking about them. And then she admits that she's been thinking about him. And he yeah, snaps she, like, her. She, like, pushes her chest up on him and she's like, I've been thinking about you. Oh, yeah. he She's giving him the green light all the way. But he puts up a big red stop sign and says, like, no. And he just snaps at her and just tells her to pretty much go find Dick somewhere else. This isn't going to work. And so she pretty much says, okay, I'll go find somebody that can do the job better than you. And then he, like, grabs her and pushes her against the wall. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then everything gets hot and steamy. They end up, like, kissing. And it is a good, good scene. And then she, like, asks him to take off her bra, and he yanks it down. But then... But then... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> then, of course, he hears someone come out the back door saying, Dad, Dad, where are you? We need to talk to you. Yeah. Talk Now's... about a wet fucking blanket on the yes. whole scene. Or just, like, oh drying gosh. up, like, the Sahara. Like... <gasps> Yeah, now Cole decides to show up. He's been totally MIA. Yes, right this time, right this moment. Yes. I mean, it was going all the way, and mm-hmm. he was... They were gonna, oh like, gosh. he was gonna rip her in two. Oh my like, gosh, it, it, it was... I awesome. was just like, yes! And oh, then, I mean, no. It was, it was guys, just mm. read chapter 15. <laughs> that was a good chapter. It was so It was so good. good. And then, so she's, like, hiding around, like, the shed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, Pike is standing there acting like he's just like, oh, do 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 I'm just, like, cleaning myself off. With the hose, shirtless. I'm myself. <laughs> whatever. Hey, son. What you up to? We're mudding today. <laughs> Never mind my raging hurt on. <laughs> the tent going on here is nothing to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was good. Oh, I love that scene. That's when you know that something is coming. So then move on. <laughs> <laughs> No pun intended. Um, so moving on. Um, so then they were all like, okay, this could never happen again. We can't hurt Cole. 
He's such a precious child. And so then we move on to where they go to this block party that Cole is invited to too, but he doesn't show. So it's just Jordan and Pike. And they go and they're having a great time. They're flirting a little bit. And then she ends up deciding to go with some friends from high school, a guy that's been kind of interested in her, um, and go and get a root beer float, which is very yeah. her age kind of thing to do. Yeah, and that was kind of funny, too, because she was like, she was going to, like, tell him this is what we're doing, but it came out as asking him if it was okay. Yeah, it was like permission. Yeah. <laughs> So um, they end up going. She doesn't have any function. And that any... was like weird, too, because she was acting super grumpy. She's trying to make him jealous. And like neither one's admitting that they're trying to make the other jealous. And they both. It's like the I mean, this is very tropey. Why are you jealous? No, I'm not jealous. You can do whatever you want with whoever you want. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It's true. So, but anyway, she ends up having no fun. She asks her sister to come back and pick her up because she wants to go home. So she goes home and then she sees one of her sister's friend's car in the driveway. There's another stripper and mm-hmm. she is... I don't think it's another stripper. It's just another chick who always hangs out at the bar and oh. picks up whoever. Okay. Like, she's just like hangs up. She just like... Likes to do a bunch of one night stands. Yeah. And so she's like, fuck. She goes in. And, and then, she, oh, she's jealous. And she's super mad that he did the same thing she did. Yeah. So she. And she's like, I'm not jealous. Are you jealous? Why would you be jealous? <laughs> <laughs> she has a little tantrum, guys. And she's listening to them downstairs and they're flirty and playing pool and whatever. <laughs> and then she gets <laughs> mad at him for being jealous and then acts totally jealous by trying to prove that she's not jealous. She does. She throws stuff around. She throws. Anyway, she's so. slamming doors, <laughs> sliding tables around. She throws her fucking float in she, the washing machine. She does. We've all thrown a tantrum at some point. Have you it, thrown a root beer float into the washing machine? No, but I kind of want to now to prove a point. How, do you know how hard that'd be to clean up? So then, and this is then, like me last week where I'm like, and then, <laughs> and then. He, um, they get into a little tiff and he goes, go to your room. And she goes, no, you can't make me. And he throws her over his shoulder and he slaps her ass. On the way up the stairs. Oh my gosh. I did like that. Oh, it was so hot. Mm -hmm. It was so hot. Mm -hmm. And so then he drops her in her room. It pretty much is like, I'm not going to have sex with you. And she's like, okay. I'll find somebody else that's better than you to do it because he's macho macho. She knows exactly how to push his she buttons. She does push his buttons. She does it so well to where he pretty much like jumps her. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. So finally they do it. Yes. Finally. Oh my gosh. And it's so fucking good. It is good. Pike is so hot. It could have happened a hundred pages earlier. <laughs> but it wouldn't have been so good. It still would have been good. <laughs> Pike knows what he's doing. It he does fun. know what he's doing. I love that he throws the nightstand over. Yes. He's yeah. like, fuck it. Like, he wants to protect her head. So they're they're going in on the bed. And they go sideways. And he's worried about her head hitting so he the nightstand. He throws the nightstand. He's just like, fuck this. We're not going to move our position. I'm just going to break my nightstand. Throw it over. Oh, my gosh. He's, a, he's in construction. He can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> he anything. He's, yeah. He's good. Read chapter 18. Just yeah. skip to that part. It's if you're really like good. and you want to get to the sex part. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I feel like I'm really like dogging on this novel and it's, is there are very good parts and she does, like I said at the beginning, she is a very good writer. It's just not my style. 
No. You know. She likes to play the games, and if you don't like the games, then you're not going to like this book. Mm-hmm. I like the games, so I like the book. Yeah. I get it. I like Pike a lot. There were things that I did really like, but it's just overall, I was just like, mm, it's not my jam. But other people, that's why we're doing this, because yeah. we're taking turns picking the books and stuff. And so I Sometimes think... Sometimes I like to torture Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's going to be things that, like, both of us will like. There's going to be things... That one of us will like. There's gonna be things probably that neither of us will like. It's gonna be that's gonna what's gonna it's be a fun. Good mix. Yeah. yeah, I love that how mm-hmm. we mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they end up having a relationship. Yeah, and then it kind of goes back and forth where they have th- then like they kind of feel guilty about it, but then they can't stay away, so right. they like get together and then be like, oh crap, and then get together because they can't stay away from each other, and so it's like this back and forth thing. Yep. for a while. They're just. Yep. Too attracted to each other. Yep. And then so one night he gets a call from Cole. It's kind of frantic. You find out the next day that, that his mama, baby mama needs to move in for a couple of days because they have What's problems her name with the again? windows. Uh, and her name is Lindsay? Lindsay. Yep. yep. Lindsay. I can't remember to call her Janice, like from Friends. <laughs> Do you remember Chandler's Janice? like a Janice. She makes me think of Janice from Friends. Like, Lindsay didn't do it for her. Lindsay seems like... Lindsay, every Lindsay I have met has been so nice and sweet. Has been a cool person. Yeah. Like, I think maybe Lindsay Lindsay because, like, Lindsay's are hot, usually, you know? And so, like, or, like, generally, like, good-looking people. I don't know why. Lindsay's are always good-looking. Lindsay's are so... Every Lindsay I've met But Lindsay's are cool, also. Yeah. And this one, I was like... After I thought about her as being like Janice from Friends. It's a part. They should have called her you Janice. You love me, Chandler Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. They should have called her Janice. Janice. That, that yeah, like, after I started thinking of her as Janice, it made it a lot better. Yeah, she's not yeah. a Lindsay. She's definitely a Janice. Yeah. So doing a quick overview of the chapter. So um, his ex, Lindsay, and Cole are moving in because Cole broke up with his um, fling that he was cheating on with Jordan. And so they move in, and they have to get their windows replaced or anything, so it's just for a couple of days. But the ex, Lindsay, that we really should call Janice. Janice. <laughs> she demands. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tam the bang. Yeah. <laughs> um, she demands her own room. And so she kicks Jordan out of her room. And then so the suggestion is that Jordan sleeps next to Cole. That's what. Well, so Pike has them set up with Lindsay Janice <laughs> on the couch. And Jordan keeps her um, official guest room. And Cole is in... His room. Their old, yeah, like his official room that um, Jordan had shared with him in the past. And because he hasn't talked to Cole yet about their relationship. So that's what like Pike is setting up for them. Yes. And then Lindsay Janice is not cool with that. Nope. So continue. <laughs> so she she has a big whole hissy fit about it. So she's a biatch. She is. She's awful. Lindsay Janice is like, I should be in the guest room. Jordan can just sleep with Cole. Like they used to be together. They can share a bed for a couple nights. And Pike's like, hell no. Like that should never be a subject that's broached. Like you should never be expected to share a bed with your ex. Yeah. And so Pike is like, no, that's not happening. You can sleep on the couch. She's got her guest room. That's the situation that's been presented to the general public. So moving on, um, we end up to where, so the ex moves in, shit hits the fan, they, Mm -hmm. Cole ends up having a party, she comes home, and she's gonna get her stuff and leave, because she's just tired of this. this is Jordan. Secretly 
wandering around and pretend they're not in a relationship. Right. And she's just like this. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. this noise. You either tell him that we're in a relationship or I'm done, which is good mm-hmm. for her. Like, yes, this is exactly. where I feel like she's like, like maturing. Right. She's finally, like I also said, I don't remember if I said this while we recorded or not, because we've been recording <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> like, it's very much also a coming of age story. Yes. Yeah. So she finally has like matured enough where she's like, no, we're not hiding around. Like, I want to be able to go out to dinner with you. Like, not just go somewhere dark. Not just like, I want to be able to be out in the yard with you. Yeah. You know, just be out in public and not hide it. And not freak out. I know people will talk, but who cares? You know, blah, 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 blah. Who wouldn't want to show him off? Yeah. And obviously it's weird because like, oh, she moved on from the son to the father. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, it'll and be like, soon. Yeah, like age gap, okay, but as as you get older, the age gap is not that weird. When you're young, yeah, obviously it seems weird. People are into the age gap stuff though, so this is definitely well, if you're yeah. into that, this is a good book. Yeah. So then he decides he's not gonna tell his son because he thinks it might be just a fling. No, he's worried. Well, and it was mostly like not that he said he wanted her for like ever, but he was worried that she's gonna like grow up and realize that it's a fling because she has her whole life ahead of her. And he doesn't want to let his son down from something that's only gonna be for two months or whatever. Right. Kelly is very passionate about this book, and I love it. I love it. I'm passionate. That people don't fucking talk. (laughs) Mostly Jordan. She does not say what she's feeling. But then... (laughs) See, the but thens are always the best because they figure it out. Five chapters later! But in those five chapters, he doesn't tell his son, but then it comes out at the party. There's so much growing, right? Yeah. Stop it! (laughs) Guys, stop it! Very drawn out. It it's was a lot of, out, it's it very was emotional. Good. It's very emotional. But see, like our last book was super emotional too. But there was also lots of blood and horror and violence. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of. After this, this was a blood-free. Yes. Book, and I was okay with that. <laughs> see, I was like, I was bored. See, I like the blood and horror and violence. Obviously, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice. It's a nice book. <laughs> it has a nice. Honestly, I like this book yes. just because it was a good feel. I book. feel like I'm so combative and it's really like not. I think it's just like it's me like- today. I'm ready to be angry. <laughs> I think I'm frustrated about a lot of like external things in my life right now. That's okay. Besides this besides this podcast and I'm just like yelling at Penny <laughs> She's for just no reason. About this book. For no reason. This book was very nice. I feel like this is a good like, I'd be like for people oh. that like the Colleen Hoover books yes. into this round yes, of smuts I that we like. I was telling like, one of my best friends that yeah. out of all the books we've read, this would probably be a good book for her to start on with all the other stuff that to, we like, read. To like get into to stuff. To kind of, is this a good toe in the water kind of yes. book? So this is a good like baby step yeah. into the world that we're into. Mm-hmm. It, it was a good feels. It was a good feels. Yes. And yeah, like if I had read, what'd you say, like Credence? The other one with mm-hmm. the... I love Penelope. I love the character stuff. And so that's yeah. maybe why I love Penelope Douglas so much. But there's a lot of other... I don't know. See, I just like... <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. We all like different things and that's okay. Yes. I, I do. Like, it. like, we all like... Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can handle it. She can handle when things are taken <laughs> out on her. Throw me over your shoulder and spank I'll me. I'll give ass. her a spanking up the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, so it is it is an enjoyable book. 
Yeah, it feels good. So anyway, she decides... Uh, she wants to, and this is good. She's doing her coming of age. She wants to go out, find herself, figure out who she is on her own, which yes. is great. Good for her. She goes out to Mag- Virginia. 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 <laughs> and she Did works you, at... Oh, a, no, that's West Virginia. Never mind. A friend's motel. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so good for a call to go to the no, military. No, I'm glad he, he went to that. the military, but... Lindsay Janice is annoying and Cole is annoying because he says like he starts telling Pike like I got a job. Pike's trying to ask him about it and he's being super shady about what his job is. Right. And then he straight up asked him what are you doing? Is it legal? Uh, Oh yeah it's legal. (laughs) Fuck you Cole. You know? (laughs) So finally Cole comes back. Cam won't give him any information about Jordan. Yep because they don't like each other right now because she's pissed at him which i mean understandable yeah um so then coles comes back from the military and talks to his dad and they have a good heart to heart they do have a good heart to heart which is good yep and so that's kind of all fixed for the Mm -hmm. most part yeah and cole realizes like he understands that he was just with jordan for like they were friends and it was just like a companionship comfort thing and he's coming to terms with the fact that pike loves her and Mm -hmm. you know blah 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 Blech. Whatever. <laughs> the whole Denoma. <laughs> That's more French for you. So then he's now his mission is now it's all good with his son. He's gonna go and find Jordan. That's mm-hmm. his nightmare mission. So he ends up going to the bar. Shell's like, fuck off. But he's like, just tell Jordan that I love her. All the feels come in. It's like, ah. It's so good. And then, so Cam, the sister, is working at her and bar. And that's big, too, because, He's like, such a macho, macho man to yes, to even and admit. she pretty much knew that he felt that way, but it was him saying it, not just to Jordan, but saying it, like, out in public. Yes. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was mm-hmm. good. Um, so Cam finally tells him about where she is, but he's she's like, if you're desperate to find her, you'll figure right. out the she rest. She still has, she just gives him, like, breadcrumbs basically Mm -hmm. like he still has to do a lot of figuring out yeah so he ends up uh finding her and then i did i did highlight the apology because it was so good so he ends up finding her i have to read this out loud apparently i know i was like kelly can you read this out loud because you do such a good job it's so good like this is the best apology in her to come back yeah um so jordan is she's got a friend that they were like they met at like summer camp or something and they've been pen pals so she's helping work at her friend's family's hotel and pike finally finds her he said he had to go all over virginia to find her and um so he finally finds her this is his apology do i have to read it in sexy voice yeah read it in a pike sexy voice oh my god but i'm not a dude no but you can you can just be like oh this is (laughs) is this your high low voice I can do this is what we need a voice actor to do this well we gotta get our little wolf guy yeah our little wolf guy like (laughs) wolf gunner we're shout out to you we're excited to have you on he's gonna come later (laughs) (laughs) we're excited for you to talk for you (laughs) (laughs) okay so he comes to find her at the hotel um her friend like goes and makes herself scarce so he can do this just to her in the lobby of this little like motel area. <laughs> Can't wait for that. I have to do this in man voice. Yeah, try to do it as a, a wolf gunner voice. Oh God, I don't have wolf gunner voice. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a 
I'm a lady. I do have a deep voice you for a lady. You do have a good deep voice. Also, I have kind of a little bit of a scratchy throat right now, but... <sighs> the day you left, the house was so empty. <laughs> like a quiet that was never there before. I couldn't hear your footsteps upstairs or your hairdryer or anticipate you walking into a room. You were gone. Everything was gone. But I could still feel you. You were still everywhere. The container of cookies in the fridge. The backsplash you picked out. Wait, I want to pause. Container of cookies in the fridge. That's the part I didn't understand. Who keeps their cookies in the fridge? I don't know. Gluten-free cookies, maybe? Okay. All right. No, man. They never say she was gluten-free, though. <laughs> I have no idea. That's the part I was like, who keeps maybe cookies it's cookie in the fridge? No. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That's weird. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, they never Sorry for the interruption. They never mentioned anything of cookies. Maybe she made them and they were keeping fresh, but you just throw them in with a little crust of bread and they're fresh. Oh, Did you know that? A tip from Kelly. Put them in Tupperware with a little crust of bread and keeps them fresh. Look at you. Yeah. You're like a Betty Crocker. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> All right, you were still everywhere. The container of cookies in the fridge, weird. The backsplash you picked out, the way you pull all my pictures. No, not pull, put all my pictures. <laughs> the, the way you put all my pictures back in the wrong spot after you dusted my bookshelves. Is this voice okay? Do it. You're doing great. But I couldn't rearrange them because you were the last to touch them. And I wanted everything the way you had it. Chew, Kelly. Nothing would ever go back to the way it was before you came into my house. I wish you guys could see her eyebrows move on this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to go. I went to work and I came home. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I stayed there every night and all weekend. Every weekend. Because that's where we were together. That's where I could still feel you. <laughs> that's the best. That's better than Enzo's apology. Like, oh my god, Enzo oh, sucks. Sorry. That's a lot better of an apology. Enzo's just like, mm, sorry, let's bang. Yeah. And then let me good. try to kill you. This was good. That's where I could wrap myself up in you. <laughs> And hang on to every last thread in that house that proved you were mine for just a little while. Oh, Pike. I really thought I was doing what was best. I thought I was taking advantage of you because you're young and beautiful and so happy and hopeful despite everything you'd been through. You made me feel like the world was a big place again. A big place. Big. <laughs> I couldn't steal your life from you and keep you to myself, you know? But then I realized that you're not happy or hopeful or making me feel good because you're young. You are those things and you're capable of those things because you're a good person. It's who you are, baby. <laughs> oh, no, wait. He whispers that. Hold on. Baby. I hope you love me. Because I love you like crazy. And I'm going to want you the rest of my life. I tried to stay away because I thought it was the right thing. But I fucking can't. 
I need you and I love you. This doesn't happen twice and I'm not going to be stupid again. I just want to record your eyebrows. <laughs> I promise. I know. I'm giving Penny like the most intense eye contact right now. And her eyebrows are like the worm. And the eyebrows are all over the place. I can't just read it and not like do, you know. It's great. Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, after that apology, as you can imagine, if they do like a two months later, three months later, and then they do a year later. Oh my God. And then they do nine I was years like, later. And they're just like happily ever after. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. Like they make up. It's awesome. And the nine years later was really cute. Yeah. And, you know, it shows how they're all healing. Lindsay Janice is nowhere to be found. Not surprisingly. Cole is doing better. Cole's doing great. He's got a cute wife. They have a son. Jordan Jordan and Pike have a son. son, And they've got another one on the way. And, like, they're all just cute and super in love and great. Yay. Happy. It was a happy. It was a Warm fuzzies ending. It was a warm fuzzy book. It was very cute. I needed it. I loved it. That was, was great. Like a good week for me to read mm-hmm. that book. Yes. Wrapping up, if you want a feel-good book, this is the book to get. Um, Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas. I liked it. It made me feel happy on the inside. Kelly was not a huge fan, but my, that's okay. Well, this is, mine is like what um, Penny said last week. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about next week. I'm, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I am pumped about next week. So excited. Oh my gosh. It's a Kelly book. Yes, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it should be a good one. I was looking mm-hmm. at it. It looks really yeah. good. Um, it's called The Wolf and the Wildflower. Wolf and the Wildflower. By Ella Fields. Ella Fields. <laughs> and yeah, it's... um. So I don't know if anyone else has read The Savage and the Swan by her, but this is the same... Uh, <laughs> The same world. It's a Savage and the Swan was like a standalone. This is also a standalone, but they're in the same fantasy realm, also kind of like a um, fairy tale on its head type of thing. Cool. I'm yeah. so excited. Dark fairy, dark fairy tales. Ooh, even better. If you haven't uh, figured out from me, I like the darkness. She she does. <laughs> yes. And we also have some big news, too. Yeah, this is exciting. Yes. Um, so please, 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 um, I can't. <laughs> please subscribe um, to make sure you get every one of our episodes downloaded onto yes. your phone or wherever you listen yeah, to Yeah, like it'll just automatically download. It'll be great. Yeah, please, please do that. Yes. Also, Kelly, you should also, tell me. And then. And then. <laughs> like in uh, Dude, Where's My Car? The Chinese. Um, oh. Chinese restaurant uh, drive-thru lady. And then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> and then... Dun, dun, dun. Let's... Uh, I don't know. Should we... I feel like I don't want to tell too much, but I also want to, like, spill. Like... Kelly does like to spill. <laughs> hey, that's usually the dude's job, I think. Well, Kelly does it, too. <laughs> so excited. <gasps> Kelly... We have a bonus episode that you can um, sign up for. Like, I don't know if it's like a membership or something that you can do on Apple. Yes. Um, It's your, like a paid subscription. If you pay to subscribe, you get access to the bonus episode. Yeah. Which we um, get to talk to a author. Yes. Hi, Luck Roseburg. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
it's our first bonus episode our first author interview yeah we're very excited and she was so nice um we are gonna talk about her book it's a duality yes. the lapidary duality yes. and i have to it's, say i am hooked it's it, really cool it has the face stuff in it so as soon as i heard it saw Faye, yes. like, kelly's in yes it has great they character have, they stuff. have Faye. they have angels they have like the mystery there's like there's a character building that i love yes right away there's like some gore stuff going on and i was just like yes like super cool i'm really excited too because she's from south africa yeah she lives in california now so but she has like the coolest accent (gasps) i love her accent so much it's great and so lapidary do you know what that means no please tell me that's oh you didn't look it up and like be nerdy no, you definitely don't. <laughs> I thought about like lapis, which is a precious stone, and I was like, "Is it something about that?" And it is. <gasps> it's about because you know, like the beginning, they don't, talk about yeah. don't give it all away. Well, no, but I was like at the yes. very beginning, they talk about like her partner is like he does stuff Into about like, stones like precious and stones, engraving and stuff, right? Yes, and so that's what lapidary is about, like cutting and carving precious stones. That's what lapidary is. That's very cool. Would you say somebody who does that is a lapidarist? Oh, you're such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or if I made that up. I'll just go with that. <laughs> I'm so excited. She's so fun. We really like her a lot. She is so sweet. We talk about one of her books, but um, she also talks about a lot of um, other books that she's yes, written. And we have a lot of a, a great chat with her about all kinds of things, but mostly like one book in particular and then some other like goodies. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you what we talk about. You have to subscribe. Yeah, you have to subscribe. <laughs> but it's really cool. Um, her book is Lapidary that we mm-hmm. we talk about a lot but in there. But, you know, she was so sweet and so she nice. She was amazing. Um, but from... Every month, or at least once a month, maybe twice a month, we mm-hmm. will have some bonus episodes that you guys can get if yeah. you other do author interviews, um, reviews of entire series. We're gonna have some voice actors for um, series, or oh my god, voice <laughs> actors who <laughs> who do these books for the audiobooks. They're gonna come on and um, yeah. chat with us. Lots and of special like, guests, all kinds of things like that. Yeah, we're gonna do a special Halloween episode, maybe. Yeah. Um, a special sex talk episode we're talking about get a sex therapist on here yeah like all kinds of fun things so um you can only get that if you subscribe through apple yeah so do it guys please please do Mm -hmm. i'm I'm excited yeah it'll be great it'll be great all right well i'm excited to talk to you guys next week yes it's so great thanks for tuning in thanks guys this is kind of a mess sorry we argued a lot but that's what it's here for (laughs) like that's what girl talk is is like you know, yeah, everyone's right. opinion. Sometimes we're going to argue, but we all love each other in I the end. I love you, Kelly. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>